Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Rise to Purpose podcast. My name is Dave Rochelle III, and I am your host. Today's topic is something of interest to everyone, especially looking at the pandemic that we have all experienced and getting back to work and everyday life as usual. Mental health. Do you need a mental health day? Well, I asked myself the same question, and the answer is, Hell yeah. Well, you know, if you think about it, if you feel nauseous, feverish, faint, you know, you might take a day off, you know, a sick day from work, whatever the case may be. But what do you do if you're feeling depressed, anxious, or even lethargic? Would you take a mental health day? I know for me and probably many other Americans, the answer is no, and it's costing us. So I've done some research to take a look into mental health. So in this research and due diligence that I've been able to do, I've been able to find that 23% of employees feel burnt out every day or even often at work. 44% say they feel burnt out sometimes. And this is based on a study of 7,500 full-time employees. So I would imagine those numbers can be actually larger than that once you get into larger numbers. So when you look at burnout, not only does it translate to poor work performance, but it can also affect your physical health. And this is something that we don't often think about. So there have been studies that show that not only will it affect your physical health, but it'll also demonstrate within your behavior, less confidence in the work that you perform. And more than likely, you're going to actually increase your chances of taking a visit to the emergency room. Now, I know that with the pressures that I experienced with running healthy fit and even personal stressors, such as the pandemic, my pandemic pudge, formerly known as the quarantine 15, and even family, it's important and imperative for me to step back and take a break every now and then to decompress and refocus on self-care, even though I'm working from home. Now, this is where mental health and taking a mental health day comes in, and that starts today. But for me, unfortunately, I have to take a few more days because guess what? I've put it off like most people do, and I need a few more days. So I'm going to take a four-day hiatus to reestablish my mental health. Now, it, if you're not like me and you're, you're not your own boss and you have to report to someone, You have to ask yourself, well, can you take a mental health day? Some companies have built in PTO to take care of yourself in the form of sick, personal, or even vacation days. If your company does, it's okay to be brief when you're requesting a day off. In other words, you don't have to tell them everything, okay, you know, uh, as far as what you're addressing in regards to anxiety or even burnout. But just make sure you check with your company's policy and then make sure that your request falls within an acceptable, you know, an acceptable reason for taking time off, such as, you know, vacation or even sick days. You don't have to, you know, if you don't have that benefit, then you can set aside a day to rejuvenate when you're not on your schedule. And, you know, by all means, I, you know, we all understand that not everybody can have that luxury of having PTO uh, with the job market that's out there today. So depending on your personal situation and your employer's time out policies, it may make sense to just plan a day to mentally recharge 
when you're off for a holiday or even a weekend. In addition, many companies have begun offering employee assistant programs. Uh, you may know them as EAPs, and they provide free short-term counseling. These programs are designed to address a range of issues such as anxiety or you know, being overworked or otherwise. Uh, it can also include grief uh, and even substance abuse. So if you're not sure if your company offers it, just check with you know, HR. You know, there should be someone within your HR department that can answer those questions. Now I wanna address, well, when is it, <laughs> when is it good to take a mental health day? You know, well, in, I, in a perfect world, you would take a mental health day before you actually need a mental health day. And that's that whole proactivity concept that most Americans like you and I, we don't get, you know, we're, we're not really that proactive when it comes to our health. So if you're like me, you like to, you know, get shit done because there's so many people that rely on you and you feel that sense of responsibility and obligation. I know that we think about our mental health day reactively, you know, for example, when I'm exhausted, when I've reached the end of my rope, and I have absolutely nothing else in the gas tank to keep me going. That's the day that I will use as a mental health day. And, you know, unfortunately, that's not the right approach. And I have to I know this, you know, from working with, you know, hundreds of you know, clients and even patients. Unfortunately, because we're already so exhausted, the impact of the mental health day is supposed to that it's supposed to provide is minimized because of the severity of the emotional state that we are at at that point. So in other words, we've you know, once we get to the point that we're at the end of the road, we may need more than just one mental health day to manage the issues that we're experiencing on a day by day basis. Now, of course, all of us are not able to think that far ahead, especially when our to-do lists are overflowing and we hardly have a minute to breathe. So if you haven't already planned a mental health day, you know, well, what should you look for in terms of flashing red lights to indicate that it is time? So the signs, for me, they can be physical, they can be mental, emotional. So you wanna do an inventory. So for me, and this could apply to you, uh, they, they show up in the form of chronic headaches or even migraines. Uh, they also show up as fatigue, anxiousness, or I can't believe I'm saying this, but I have been extremely emotional. Like I find myself tearing up with these tearjerker movies, you know, uh, whether or not it be like a Hallmark movie or, you know, something that I'm watching and also I just tear up. I'm like, what the hell is going on? But, you know, these are all, uh, certain uh, things, signs that you can look for that can indicate that, you know what, I'm not feeling like myself. You're not feeling like yourself and you probably should take a mental health day off. And if it's serious enough, you might need to seek help from a mental health professional. So then I want to talk to you about how to take a mental health day. Most experts agree that a mental health day or self-care day, if you want to call it that, uh, for the sake of just making you feel better about it, will look different for everyone, depending on your needs. Self-care is essentially anything that feeds your mind, body, and soul while giving you energy versus draining your energy. And that's how you want to take a look at it. Now, if that was too deep and, you know, long story short, whatever brings you joy, literally 
if you close your eyes right now and ask yourself the question, what brings me joy? Consider doing the first thing that pops into your mind that is realistic and accessible. Use that day to spoil yourself and do the things that you enjoy. This could mean taking a nap. I am notorious for taking a nap. I will lay down in a heartbeat and was like, you know what? I'm taking a nap. I'll be back. And or, you know, sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll just lay on the couch all day and read or, you know, watch TV. But I'll just zone out, just kind of get away from the stressors that are, you know, draining me and taking away from where I need to be. So it can also show up in the form of staying off social media or taking a hike or enjoying nature, you know, just doing, you know, whatever you feel is necessary. Some of you may feel that, you know what, you want to sweat it out on the treadmill. You know how you feel after getting on a treadmill or just working out in general, or, you know, this could be checking in with your doctor or even your health coach, whatever it is, it's important to unplug. All right. Once again, I'll say this again, it's important to unplug and do what you need to do. So once again, with me, and you know, I'm making this short today, uh, Rise to Purpose Nation, it begins the start of my four-day hiatus, hiatus to disconnect from technology, work, and everyday life to get back to myself and check in to see what it is that I need to continue with God's assignments. I feel that for me, my purpose in life has been established, and I'm executing, executing, and executing, but I need to make sure that I'm more aware and more proactive about establishing my mental health or self-care days. So then Rise of Purpose Nation, I ask this of you. As we move forward, I suggest that we begin with a regular regimen of mental health, or if you want to call it self-care days, that can help us out from avoiding burnout and staying strong mentally, emotionally, and physically at least one to two days quarterly. So every three days, let's take one to two days that we have a true mental health day. And let's, let's plan this day, not, you know, be in a mindset where, you know, we're reacting to life because, you know, that's one of the things about healthcare. Healthcare is not really healthcare, it's sick care. So we react, you know, when we get sick, that's when we react. When we know that there's certain things that we can be doing, we react. Uh, and so let's not be react, reactive when it comes to our mental health. Let's be proactive. So, you know, as you take a look at this, if you are getting regularly burnt out at work or even outside of work, then take a deep inventory of what's going on in your life, because this may be a time to actually see a therapist. They are uniquely qualified to be able to help you with developing skills for coping or providing medication and or treatment options that will sustain you beyond the one to two mental health days. And Rise of Purpose Nation, there is no shame in getting the assistance that you need in order to make sure that you're at 100% or as close to 100% as possible. Because the way that I always put it to clients and the way that I look at it, when you're anything less than 100%, then you're not giving those who uh, you know, rely on you, who look to you for support, assistance, leadership, et cetera, you're not giving them your max. And you can't give what you don't have. Some people are like, oh, I'll give 110%, but you're only operating at 75% capacity. So there's no way you can give 110% because it's not there. 
that energy is not available because you have yet to recharge and rejuvenate who you are mentally, physically, emotionally. And if you haven't done this, then you can't give what you don't have. And I, and I repeat that again, because some people think that they are just these superhuman beings that they can just go, go, go and not take care of themselves. And that is the opposite of how you want to think of self-care is not selfish. And, you know, maybe you're one of those people that have to learn the hard way, but try not to learn from other people's mistakes. I've learned that I have to take mental health days because it helps me with coming back to the table and bringing even more than what I was doing before, because I notice when my performance goes down, I notice when I get anxious, I notice when I react to situations more harshly than what was warranted. You have to constantly pay attention to who you are and what you're doing. You can't be consciously indifferent because you know that there's certain things that you need to do uh, in regards to your occupation, your family, whatever the case may be. If you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of others you know, at a high capacity. And your performance, whether or not you know this or not, your performance when you're not at 100% is greatly affected. You may think that you're putting out this high quality service, you know, whether or not it be you're loving your spouse the way that you know that you can. You may be, you know, giving your employer, you know, 100% of what you can. Well, you are giving 100% of what you can, but that's not everything that you have available. So you have to recharge, you have to put refuel, you have to put more gas in the gas tank. And when you're running on fumes, you're not performing at that high capacity that you think you are. In some cases, we're at a point where, you know, we're disillusioned about our work performance, our family performance, our, you know, spouse or um, partner performance. We're, we're disillusioned as far as what we're actually creating for the world or for those people. And so it's important to take time out, rise up purpose nation and reestablish who you are. So then you can once again, get on that path of purpose and make sure that all your days are filling days, fulfilling days, and that you're happy with what you're producing in life. Because at some point you're going to get to self-accusation and you're going to want to look back on life and say, man, I could have done better. But if you're taking these days and you're doing self-care, you're taking these mental health days, you won't have that regret or, you know, those shoulda, woulda, coulda days. You'll know for a fact that you took time every quarter to reevaluate who you are, rejuvenate, recharge, refuel, and be the best version of you that you can become. And so Rise of Purpose, I cut this short because you know what? I need to go recharge, rejuvenate, and come back to you next week with a new episode. And with this new episode next week, it's going to be geared towards relationships. So I'm going to uh, definitely make sure that I bring in my, my key guest. Uh, this is going to be the first time I bring guests onto the, the, the show to talk about relationships. I'm going to bring men on to talk about you know, relationships and what they desire from their female counterparts. And they're going to bring, bring on women to talk about what they want from their male counterparts. And it's going to be unique because it's going to be uninterrupted by the opposite sex. 
And well, you know what? You just got to be there. All right. I guarantee you this is going to be a unique uh, conversation that you don't want to miss. And well, I'm at a point now where I am about to pack up, hop on the road and head on out. Rise of Purpose Nation, I appreciate you joining me today. If you have not subscribed, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you share this podcast. And until next time, continue to be great and rise of purpose. David Rochelle III, signing off. Hey,